if you put a positive thing out, good things will come into your life. Like if you're just going to look at the glass half empty, then you're going to have a half empty life. What I did was I used this time of the pandemic to actually grow as an artist. And it's really put me over the top now because I've progressed and I built everything I worked so hard for to the point of like, I'm, I'm really doing amazing now. And it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty incredible. And I'm realizing that and I'm back on the like, road. You know, at first I was on stage and I'm jumping around. Like you can't even play. Stop, stop jumping around. Like, you know, like, you know, like, I know you want to get into it, but like, you're not even playing the songs. Like it's, it's, oh it's horrible. Like, I really didn't know what I was doing before I joined the band. It was really funny. Oh it's God. amazing I am where I am now. Like, <laughs> I got by a personality. But, you know, I've always just been a positive, easygoing person to be around. And I think that's what has helped me to be successful. I got into doing Muay Thai and combat sports, you know, a little jiu-jitsu. You wouldn't believe, like, how much that helps me, like, mentally. Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. We're bridging the gap between mental health, wellness, and rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Hey, are you feeling a little stuck in life? I offer wellness coaching sessions. Book a session with me if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead. Sessions are available worldwide. And check this out. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We've simplified your shopping experience and given you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. And did you know, all our Collaborative Resource Hub interviews air on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay in the loop. Go immerse yourself in the full Collaborative Resource Hub experience over on our website. You'll have access to helpful resources that will inspire and educate you. So let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Mike from Agnostic Front, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm warm actually right now. I don't have the air conditioning on, but I'm I'm surviving. Oh, we live on air conditioning. Like it's, my room is upstairs. You know, heat rises. Like we've had this AC cranking for the past um, week already. Like that's it. Summer's here. You know, I love air conditioning. I'm an American. You know, <laughs> American at heart. I'll deal because I'm going to be dealing with no air conditioning for a month over in Europe. As much as I love going there, I can't wait. I know that I'm going to be sweating my ass off over there. Like that's right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can like prepare for it. I don't know. Oh yeah, mentally. Yeah. I'll try. <laughs> so I usually ask people to describe the sound of their band, like sonically, but. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what Agnostic Front sounds like. So instead, I want you to describe your artwork as an artist. What does your artwork look like to someone who's not seen your stuff before? How can I explain my artwork? I mean, I could kind of like sum it up into like little, um, it, it's like, see, when I make artwork, I, I, I throw it out if I don't want to keep looking at it. You know what I mean? Like, I have to like, I have to be like, wow, I, I can't stop looking at this because like it has to be like eye candy. It has to be, you know, that's why I've always been um, into like graffiti and pop art. And mm -hmm. that's kind of like a combination of stuff that I do, you know, like very, you know, because I, you know, I started doing graffiti when I was like 15 as a kid. And, um, you know, I was never like, a, um, I was never really like, I mean, there's some guys that like going out there and like their names are fucking everywhere. They call them yeah. heavy hit. Like, I was never really a heavy hitter, you know, but I just 
always been into the lifestyle and um and i've always done art and like cartoon art and always like incorporated graffiti into it and um that's like so my art's kind of like pop art graffiti street art um yeah. and i work with a lot of epoxies now too so that's it's like all that wrapped up in one you know it's just like i try to make it as interesting and eye-catchy as possible you know not yeah. too intricate but um simple but effective you know it's kind of like punk rock yeah yeah you know there you I mean? go you know and that's how I always like, you know, that that's like another uh, a way to look at it. Like, and I always like, I never consider myself to be like a great artist, you know what I mean? But like, it's just like punk rock. Punk rock is not like, we're not like the greatest musicians, but like, it's simple. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a, you know, it's just, how, how can I explain this? I'm getting caught it's, up right now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, it's welcoming. I mean, yeah, you know, and like you know? everyone can enjoy it and it's not like too sophisticated or too technical. Yeah, it's just fun to look at, you know, it's just like, so all right, this is how, this is how I like to explain it. I always consider myself like, like, like punk rock, like if you, you could, if you could just put your heart and soul into it, like it, it shows. And that's just like with, with punk rock, you know what I mean? You could feel it, you know, you could, mm -hmm. you could, you know, like people look at my art, but I could tell you put a lot of time into it, you know, like. So yeah. I do like a mad scientist when I'm like doing my stuff. I hang and I'm like looking at it, like what does it need? Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll finish it in like a day, and then sometimes I'll it'll take me a week or sometimes a month or even sometimes like sometimes I have to put stuff away. Just like I can't even look at this thing and then put it on the side and one day be like, oh yeah, I know what that needs. Boom, it's done. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, it took me a fucking a year to figure that out. It's crazy. That's that's cool though. I mean, because like you're not forcing it, and I think that's part of why it's got like soul. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like when you're writing a song, and you put so much, you're putting so much into it to to to, to make this song like right, and then like you put it on the record, and it's like an album track, and you go into the studio and you write a song in the studio, and that's like the hit of the record. Like you, you're putting, it's just effortless. Like it's just has to come naturally you know like That's organically it. or you know what i mean like yeah you put too much into something and sometimes it doesn't work out but uh-huh um, you know. yeah it's forced and you can yeah yeah it totally doesn't it's yeah agreed <laughs> um so what does wellness mean to you what does wellness mean to me yeah i um, shift gears pretty quick into the wellness theme <laughs> you know um Definitely, um, like wellness is like, you know, like your mental health, I would imagine. Right. And I mean, I'm saying like, you know, like what your status of, you know, what you're feeling or what's running through your brain, you know, and hmm? been a lot of these through this whole pandemic, it's been pretty fucking, excuse my language, it's been pretty wild, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, for sure it is. It's the state of like your, your mental health. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. It's funny because um, as far as like, like depression and stuff, like, you know, like I've never dealt with depression ever, I guess. And I, but I, but I've, I've definitely felt some, some waves of it through this pandemic, which mm -hmm. is pretty wild. You know what I mean? That I never in my life, like my wife was always just like, I don't understand how you just wake up happy every day. Like, how the fuck do you do that? It's a gift, you know? And I just like, I don't know. I just. I just always been that way, you know, like, but, but I struggled with 
a little bit of depression absolutely through this just everything that the world's gone through just you know seeing i mean just everything that happened like you know that wasn't at our hands you know what i mean like it it just it fucked my head a little bit you know and i thank god that like right now i am in a very very good state of mind which is really nice you know what i mean like i thank god i am like there's times where i hit like lows and stuff we were just like oh man you know like but what i did was i used this time of the pandemic to actually grow as an artist and it's really put me over the top now because i've progressed and i've built everything that i worked so hard for like to the point of like i'm, I'm really doing amazing now and it, it's yeah it's, it's pretty incredible and i'm realizing that and then i'm back on the road like we went on the road like that i felt so alive again I felt yeah, like that myself makes, again yeah that makes a huge difference because you're with like it's community and you're able to like i mean just even getting out of your house like that i mean <laughs> that makes it yeah yeah totally you know i was only able to like i did like an art show in chicago an art show in la i got away for a weekend which was really nice i had a lot of fun but you know i mean i've been on the road for 21 years so it's for me to be stuck at home for two and a half after touring for that long it was just like a complete mind fuck you know it was really wild so because okay so you said you kind of like got more into your art and stuff so was that like a conscious choice like I have to like you're sitting down like I got to do something for myself I got to pick myself up or was it just like it just kind of organically unfolded that way a little bit of both a little bit of survival mode you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. um unemployment's not there anymore like you need to you know like you know you got you don't got money coming from the band you know what I mean it was just like either you get down to business or um go work at McDonald's or something, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I didn't want to do that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know what I mean? But like, I didn't want, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, I've done everything from delivering pizza, working construction, landscaping. Like I've, I've done it all, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do it anymore. I've yeah. done that when I did that when I was a kid, you know, like, and I'm just like at a point now, like where I'm just doing music and art and I put everything into it. You know what I mean? Like nothing was giving to me, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, I think I wound up in, in the band because of the love that I had for this music. And I think that the guys in the band saw that, how much I was into it and how easygoing I am. And they were like, yeah, we'll take this guy. You know what I mean? Like, because I remember when we, I tried out, it was one of the guys trying out for when we did the AF thing. Yeah. And uh, I remember at the time, the drummer, Jimmy Coletti, who's still a good friend of mine. I remember like, like I played some songs with them. The other guy played some songs with them. And uh, the drummer was like, come on, let's go get some beers, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, all right. I'm like, Here comes the letdown, you know what I mean? Like, you know, all right, kid, you know, we like you, but. So we walked through, we walked through the hallway, walk outside the door. They slapped me on the back. He goes, you're in kid, you know? I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, that guy was a lot better than me. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I've got to be honest with you. You're a horrible bass player, but we really like you. He goes, it's base. You'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> but I mean, but that's like a whole thing like that just speaks. I mean, it applies to like everything like you can teach like a skill, but you can't teach the passion, you know, the interest, the just the natural like charisma of a person. You can't teach that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're like, they got, like we got to be on the road with this guy. You know, like, you know, we need somebody that's easygoing, somebody that's fun. And that's me. 
<laughs> so how long did it take you to get more proficient with bass? Oh, man. Let me tell you something. So the first tour I went on was with Rise Against, The Casualties, TSOL, and us. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, on the first week of the tour, they were just like, man, we like you, kid, but like, you got like, like, you're not really cutting it. Like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, it would sound horrible, you know, like, but Roger, they all like Roger helped me. Um, Ron from TSOL, like those guys, like they like sat with me and kind of like, you know, showed me like what I was playing wrong. And like, so I just like, you know, at first I was on stage and I'm jumping around. Like you can't even play. Stop, stop jumping around. Like, you know, like, you know, like, I know you want to get into it, but like you're not even playing the songs. Like it's, it's, oh it's horrible. So it took me, I mean, like by the end of the tour, I was rocking. Yeah. You know, I was doing all right, you know, and then from there, I just, and then it just, it, it all worked out, you know, 21 years later, here I am still like, <laughs> but I was, I, they were ready, to, they were ready to get ready because it was, it was terrible. I didn't sound good. I went from like being, I never really took any lessons. Like I was in a, a band that would play like once a month, you know what I mean? Like just playing in my garage, like, you know, like, and I, I, I really was not a good musician. Did you practice? Any like back oh then. i did i did i practiced and i i had no choice just being on the road playing so much was just that's how i learned yeah I learned being on stage basically you know like like i really didn't know what i was doing before i joined the band it was really funny yeah so oh it's my amazing God. i am where i am now like <laughs> i got by a personality yeah well congratulations <laughs> school school as well <laughs> um Okay, so you mentioned just being like a positive person. And I feel like that's, I mean, yeah, you just have like a radiance. So like, is that, I mean, really like, did you just like, you know, you were born and boom, you've always been positive or is it something that you've been like aware of and tried to cultivate? I just think that's just me. That's just, you know, yeah, really, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, I didn't even get into like hardcore to like, to like senior year in high school, you know, and I met a friend of mine who, who um, from Staten Island came over and I was always into music. He's like, you ever listen to hardcore? And I was like, nah, you know? So I really didn't even know about the whole PMA thing. I was just always a pretty um, positive guy. I, I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, like, you know, I, I know a lot of guys like in the early hardcore scene, like they grew up, they grew up hard. They had hard lives, you know what I mean? Be, to be completely honest with you, I had great parents. I had a good life, you know what I mean? Like my parents were, fucking amazing they were supportive whatever i wanted to do whoever i wanted to be like whatever they've always supported me and they were musicians too so i mean like ah, okay you know so they had the music thing in me but um yeah like i don't know my parents are good people and i guess they just raised me pretty well and um i mean i'm far from perfect <laughs> god knows that but you know i've always just been a, a positive easygoing person to be around and i think that's what has helped me to be successful. Yeah. You know, it really has, you know, even my brother, like, he's like, I, I don't, I don't know how you just, I don't know how you do it. You know what I mean? He's just like, he's like, you're just like this easygoing dude. who's just like, you know, it doesn't let anything bother you, but that's, that's not really true. Well, I'm yeah, very easy. So Everything bothers me, but I just, I, I had to deal with it, you know? Well, and that's what I was going to say next then. So how do you deal with adversity or just challenges or like, you know, negative feedback or whatever how do you deal with that punching bag <laughs> literally yeah okay that, that's one thing that's really helped me through um 
through this whole pandemic was not only just doing my art, was I got into doing Muay Thai. Ah, cool. In combat sports, you know, a little jujitsu. But I, I lean more towards um, Muay Thai. I, I just I just like it more. I hate being trapped on the floor all the time. You know, I like throwing punches. My grandfather was a boxer. Oh, cool. So um, that, that really helps me. And like, you wouldn't believe like how much that helps me like mentally. Like I actually, I didn't, I went on tour for like three weeks and uh, like the week before I wasn't able to train, just getting ready. And then a week coming home, like, so I didn't train for like over a month. And then I came back and I went like last Tuesday and I walked out of that class being like, oh my God, like I just, that just made me feel so like, I guess it's the endorphins that, you know, the, I don't know what it is. It just, it really helps me so much. Like I, like, I don't think I'll be able to live without it. I mean, like, I'm sure as I get older, I have to do it like on a, you know, I'll be a little more fragile, you know? But if but, you're, you know, I mean, kind of, but if you keep maintaining, you know, the, that level of like athleticism, then you'll be able to like do it way longer and older than uh, someone else. Oh yeah. And even when I'm old, I'll just hit the bag. It just won't get hit by anybody else. But like we sparty like last night, like my coach cracked me real hard. He's like, keep your fucking hands up. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh shit. I noticed this morning I got a little black eye. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go on tour with a black eye. I was like, I love it. <laughs> Ahead of the game. It's <laughs> great. Um, so how do you balance stress in your day to day? Is it like exercise stuff or is there anything else that you do for yourself? I just try to keep busy. Okay. You know, as far as like uh, keeping busy is is a main thing. You know what I mean? That keeps keeps your brain going. And I always have so much to do, and it's just always. I just try to keep myself as busy as possible. I do the lawn at my house. I like to do that. That's like a good kind of like I don't know. It's good. It's like exercise that you have to do, and I like keeping my my yard looking nice, and you know that that helps. That you know, I'm always you know, working out and doing art. And um, when I'm really stressed out, I'll smoke a joint, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that helps, you know, that definitely helps. You is, know? Your, is your yard really well landscaped? Yeah, very well. And I have a really big corner property. Ooh. So like, like when I first started doing it, it I mean, it would take me out like the whole day to do it, you know, and like, my wife's like, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like chipping away all, all around the edges, every fucking weed. Like, you know, and now like this year, I'm just like, oh man, you know what? I, I could leave a couple of leads, weeds laying around, you know what I mean? It, it's too big to get, it's like, you know, I don't have the time to, to really, you know, like during the pandemic, I was home. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were home. I had the time to do that. You know, now I'm like, ah, it's all right, you know. I'll edge it once a week. I'll, I'll edge it every other week. I'll weed whack it every other week. Just mow it down, you know, weed it every other week. But I was like, I'm throwing mulch down. Fuck this weeding bullshit. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. It's too much. That, that plastic stuff or whatever. Yeah. As yeah, a barrier. Put, yeah. You put the plastic underneath and then yeah. you put it all over. Yeah. I'm going to do that because the weeding is too much. My yard is, it's huge. It's, it's too much. Like, you know, like, like I said, when I was home, for two and a half years i had the time to do it it was you know nothing but time yeah but now 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 it's just like life is back now i'm like back in the most touring and constantly you know there's there's so much going on now it's it's so nice to just be back to life again it's like yeah. really fully fully amazing. immersed fully immersed in life yeah it's like god like thank god 
Is there anything healthy that you try and maintain while you're on tour for yourself or just simply being present? Um, I mean, I try to work out on the road. If in the States, it's nearly impossible. I do a lot of driving. It's, I find it tough. I mean, you honestly, you can do it. You really, 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 really want to do it. You can make time. It's just, I have a hard time with it. In Europe, it's a little bit easier. I don't drive there. You wake up, you're at the club, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's, you know, I, I try to work out. I don't know. I love my job. So it's kind of cool. You know, like, you know, I mean, I, I definitely stress out out there at times, you know, but um, as long as I can see my family, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Here's an advert in less than 20 seconds. Did you know that Wellness Provisions offers one-on-one wellness sessions? Yep. So if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead in life, but feeling a little stuck, then book a session and let's get you unstuck. Now back to the interview. Is there anything that like inspires your creativity? I guess I'm also wondering, like if anything inspires your creativity and then if there's a difference between whether you choose to channel it into music or your art. You know, I, you know, I'm if, I, I see stuff. Yeah, you, you know what? Like, I'll see stuff and I'll see art and I'll be like, yeah, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, but if I put my, if I made it like my way, like it'll be cooler. Well, or at least I think it will be. You know what I mean? Like, or I, I'll add my thing to it. You know, like, like I see there's a lot of other artists out there that I see that like I'm influenced by and stuff. And I'm like, I take a little bit of that, a little bit of that, and then my own flavor and put it there together. But, you know, I definitely get inspired by seeing other art, you know, by, um, and I guess musically, Sometimes, like, you know, you hear something, you're like, oh, I like this band, you know, like, maybe I'll add a little flavor that to that my, to my music, you know, and then. Yeah. Because um, I think that, like, I think, like, especially like when writing music and then, like, making art, some people, like, have their influences, and then their art looks just like their influences. Right, I know. Which is cool, but, like, you know, you have to, like, combine other things in, like, you know, like, if your favorite band is Madball, and you're writing riffs that sound exactly like Madball. And you're going to sound just like Madball. You're just going to be a carbon copy. You got to find ways to use that influence and then put your own influence in, on other things to, to create something fresh and new. You know, everybody needs influences. You know, you, yeah. you can't, you know, it's just like somebody was like a friend. I was talking to one of the dads at the beach the other day and he's just like how do you write music i don't understand he's like i'm not a musical guy and he's like how did, how does that even come about you know and i'm just trying to explain to him like it's like putting a puzzle together without any pieces you know like you have to kind of that's why i always told him like you know like i'll find a riff that i'm really like moved by yeah i like that riff or i like that beat you know and then you kind of use that cadence but change it into your own thing and then you build on that like you know and then 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 there's you usually I'll write a verse and a chorus and then write a song around that, you know? Yeah. 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 When you're exercising, do you get like inspiration or ideas to like, does anything pop into your head when you're exercising? Cause I know that's a thing for a lot of musicians. No, not really. really. Yeah. No, not really. I just, yeah. Yeah. No. What's really cool is about like, what I told you I started doing Muay Thai, which is because like I started hating working out. I used because I used to do crazy. I, I would do I used to do this one exercise program 
myself that I made up. Like I would do a hundred burpees a day, but I would split it up. I wouldn't do a hundred in a row. Like, yeah. I would do 10 sets of 10, you know? And I was just like, it's working for me and it keeps the weight off, but it's just like, this is brutal. You know what I mean? And it sucks and I'm not enjoying it, you know? So like when I'm doing combat sports, like I'm enjoying it. I'm having yeah. fun. You know what I mean, you know, like, so I'm just, I'm in the moment. Like when I'm there, it's just, and I'm learning. You're always learning. You know what I mean? And like, I haven't been doing it that long. You know what I mean, so like, I still suck, but I enjoy it. You know, like I just, I enjoy what I do. Like it's yeah. fun. You know? So when I'm there, I'm in the moment. I'm just trying to learn and pick up as much as possible you know like especially like when a class like my brain doesn't retain that much you know what i mean like so what i try to do is like whatever i learn in class i try to remember like bring it home like one thing you know if you can learn one thing from that lesson yeah and put it in your arsenal and then use that that's that but, but I'm, I'm usually focused on just when i'm working out i'm just focused on that you know because like you, yeah you, you got to be in it otherwise yeah no that's that's a good point picked out of you yeah, yeah, you have to be super present in in it, and then also like being aware of like yeah the new like technique stuff that you're trying to pick up. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been kind of like thinking of more questions for for people that are parents um, because I think this is interesting and kind of telling. So um, one thing I've sort of been asking or you know trying to get at is. Um, since having a kid, how has that impacted how you perceive the world now that you have a child? I mean, I, I feel like it's made me a little, a little bit more or less selfish. You know what I mean? Like back then, everything was about me. Mm-hmm. You know, me, me, me. Yeah, totally. You know, so like your life is no longer about you anymore by any means. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your child is, is your everything. You know, like, you know, there's so much work. It's like it's the hardest job I've ever had. Like, like, like my top player Stigma, you know, he's just he's always like, I ah, don't worry about it, kids. It's a cakewalk. It's a cakewalk. And I'm like, this is the hardest fucking job I've ever had in my life. You know, like it's just yeah. so hard, you know, because like there's no there's no rule book on being a parent, you know. So it's um and as as a parent, you try to do absolutely everything the best you can for your child, you know, but we're not perfect. You know, sometimes I'll be yelling at my daughter. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I don't want her to like, be like, oh, my daddy's always yelling at me. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's just like sometimes you got to check yourself. Like, it's tough. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just the hardest job ever. It's it's yeah. so hard and it never ends. You know, it's, and each year there's a new level of. A new challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a new challenge. Absolutely. Yeah, just when you think like, oh, yeah, she's finally like, going to sleep good now. And then. Then you got to deal with another thing, you know, uh-huh. and then it's, 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 it's always something, you know, it, it's a tough job, you know, but um, you do it because the love of your child, you know, there's, there's nothing like, there's nothing like, like the, what, my proudest moment ever in my life, like forget being on stage, forget like, oh, you know, I love your art, like, I love your band, this, this song helped me get through another day, which is really great and inspiring to keep me, that's kept me doing what I'm doing, you know. But nothing ever made me feel better. I swear, honestly, I, it brought me to tears. I, I was in school with my daughter. It was like a little after-school thing she had going on. And one of the custodians in the building was like, hey, Rosie, what's up? Can, can you watch that? I can put something down there. And then uh, he was, and Rosie's like, hey, what's up? To the guy. And um, he was just like, 
He's like, he's like, she's such a doll. She's like, your daughter is such a great kid. Like, she's so awesome. Like she's like, she's like, and it was like so nice. It brought me to tears to just be like, you know, like, and I hear that a lot in school. Like, and they love her there, you know. So like, it's really, I guess like me and my wife were doing something right. <laughs> you know, we may not be perfect, but right. It's really nice to just like hear that like your child is like really like loved and like she's liked, you know, and she's doing really well in the world already, you know, so. Yeah, and that's it. It's interesting because it's like she's out there, you know, like she's got her, she, it's, I mean, she's a kid, but it's her own life, you know, she's her own person interacting with people. And so she's got this little, you know, like orbit around her and like, yeah, I don't know. That's special. She, yeah, she's, you could tell she's likable and all the teachers are always like, yeah, Rosie's my go-to girl, you know, like, you know, like when we need to send a message to, to like you know the other class, like Rosie, don't go. You know, so like you know, so everybody in the school likes her. You know, it's funny, but she's sassy too. You know, really? Like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know, like she was telling me like this morning about like some like an old. She's like, you know, there was a, there was a kid who was older than me, and like you know, and I was telling them that something or whatever, and she didn't want to listen to me, but I'm right. You know, I'm like, oh, well, you know. Maybe you're not right, you know. She's like, no, I'm right. And I was like, All right. she, didn't, she shouldn't listen to me because I'm the young one, you know. She's like, I know I'm right. And she's like, really funny. I'm like, All right, you know, fiery. Oh man, again, yeah. yeah. She really stands up for herself too, which is really nice to see. Like, she doesn't take no shit from anyone. It's nice to really, you know. Like, yeah. she's definitely like, you know, like, sometimes she could be like a little like sassy and a little mean, like, and like maybe like a little bitchy, but like. I kind of like that about her. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like nobody's going to walk on her. I'd rather her be a little bitchy than a, be like, like, yeah, get walked walk on, you know, get stepped over. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to have a little sass in you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. You know, a woman needs that, you know? I, it's like, I just thought of this. This is probably something that already totally exists out there, but it's like a rose. A rose is very, and her name's Rosie, right? Yeah. A rose is very pretty, but you've got thorns on it. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Without yeah. a doubt. That's a good way of putting that. That's yeah. really cool. I got to tell my daughter that. Yeah. I like that. Um, are there any like skills or like values or qualities that you really are trying to instill in her? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, like, I mean, of course, we're just teaching her to be the best kid she could be. But like, you know, like we have strong values here at the house. It's just like, just to be herself and um, not let anybody walk all over you or just, uh, I don't know, I, I just to be positive, you know? Sometimes she could be a little negative and I try to like get her to be a little more positive like I am, you know? Like it's just, because it goes such a long way. I know so many of my friends and so many people I know that their negativity follows them. Well, it's what you put, what you put out is what you get back. Absolutely. So that's what I try to teach her. You know, I'm just like, you know, like like you have to treat everyone like you want to be treated, you know? And I try to tell her that, you know, and um, it's great to be kind. And i always tell her to be kind and be good. But I said, you also need to be realistic. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, which I think the world is really lacking today. Like people aren't realistic about anything, you know, it's just like life is not all about just Instagram and Facebook and that's not the real world, you know, like there's so much out there in the world to see. And, you know, it's just, there's so much out there, you know, and, and you just have to be positive. Like 
positive if you put a positive thing out there like good things will come into your life like if you're just gonna look at the glass half empty then you're gonna have a half empty life yeah and it's really it's really true like if there's anything that i've learned in this in my 47 years of life is that it's really true you give what you get you know you know it's like you you know you have to uh, you can't, you have to put everything into to life. You know what I mean? It's like something I, I always say, I, I actually, I guess I'll save this for the quote or whatever. Okay. Whatever, because it's like, it's something that like I thought of that like, you have to be positive about everything and you have to give everything in your life. To, yeah. Like, if, you know, if you want to be successful in life, you have to give everything you got. You have to put yeah. everything you have into it and yeah. you'll succeed. Like I, like, I know myself, like, I'll be honest with you, like, I'm not like a book smart guy. I'm really not, you know what I mean? But like, it's not about being book smart. Common sense and like being aware of what's going on around you is so important. You know, I guess kind of like a street smart, like I'm not like a street thug guy, you know, but like, you know, you, you have to ha you have to be aware of what's out there, you know, like, you know, it's, it's an ugly world, you know, yeah. so. Even, I mean, like, I think, cause I feel like this is just like lost these days is just being like, even at the grocery store, being considerate of the people around you. Are you like pushing your cart down the middle of the fucking aisle? Are you off to yep. the side? Are you just like standing there texting? Someone's trying to reach your, it's just Absolutely. like that stuff is just doesn't exist anymore. It's and so you funny that you mentioned. Yeah. And you can't learn that in school. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly like what I was like, there's, there's this one lady that picks up her daughter, actually her son from school. And like, I can't stand her because like, she's just so inconsiderate the way she parks. And I always tell Rosie, I said, look, I said, what you have to do, like, especially when you're driving, you have to think, you can't just think about yourself when you're driving. You have to worry about everybody else around you. And like, you know, so like, look at how this lady's parked. Like she's parked right in the middle over here. And she's taking up like three spots. And I said, these are things you need to take into consideration. You have to look out for others and make sure that like it all works out. Like, oh, where should I park? Where am I going to park where it's going to take up the less space? And she's like, I don't understand what you're talking about, daddy. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll just, I'll just keep drilling that into your head. You're eventually going to get it. And yeah. You just can respect others around you. And that's what's important because it's not all about you. Yeah. And you know, I'm actually, I'm wondering now, and I have no idea how to successfully poll this, but if people who are less aware and considerate of those around them, maybe are they like super book smart? You know what I mean? Cause like, that's the thing, like people who are really, really like smart, you know, like with school stuff, often they lack social skills. Like, yeah. you know, totally. Like I always remember like in, grade school there was like the smartest kid in the class I, he was like complete like he couldn't he couldn't socialize mm -hmm. but he was so goddamn smart it was like insane you know like and but he had no social skills yep this is like how are you gonna get by in life i don't give a shit how smart you are like you need to be able to deal with other people in life that's like you know like that's it's so important in a job keeping a job yep you know what i mean like you know it's it's so important that's like another thing i try to teach my daughter it's like you know like socially like and she's super social she has so many friends or friends all over it's like it makes me happy that like all right she's good socially she'll be good you know like yeah it's, it's so important you know i mean honestly like i said 
I'm not the sharpest crayon on the box, but like, like when it comes to like social, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm fun to be around. I'm easy to be around. Like, you know, and it's, it's important. It's so important, you know? And yeah. Like that's what helped me keep my job. When I got the job, I couldn't even do the job, but they liked me so much. They kept me around, you know, like it's important. It really yeah. is. You know, social skills is the most important thing about school. That's why like, I'm not big on the whole homeschooling thing. It, and it, I believe that there's a lot of good factors that may come out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because schools suck. Right. You know what I mean? But in school, you know, you learn social skills. You learn how to deal with life. You learn how to yeah. deal with people. You know what I mean? And, and the so challenges, yeah. And the challenges that come up in a big classroom, like, yeah, it's not ideal. Like maybe your kid's not getting all the attention that they need, whatever. But like, I mean, like that stuff's important to be around too. Yes, because they need to learn that it's not all about them. You know what I mean? Sometimes life is shitty. You're going to get stepped on and yeah, you know, maybe left behind one day or maybe somebody's not going to want to play with you that day. And you got to learn how to deal with that. You know, like yeah. you get, it's it, that's why, you know, I would never want to homeschool my kid. Although, you know, I, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. I can understand why some parents want to do that because I'm sure there's definitely pros to that as well. Right. And I know but, a uh, lot of like homeschooling, um, I think it's like common to like there's groups like like area groups. Like if you homeschool your kid, then like they get like they go to the park and like all hang out. So there is like that social component. Well, that's good. And there's supposedly yeah. a lot of parents that do that and make sure they put them in a lot of after school things which they yeah. need to they have to yeah. so you know you can get that in there but the whole thing of going through school and just that you the know hard stuff is what shapes you yeah you know yes if it sucks it sucks you know what i mean I'm, i mean I'm, i don't mean if it sucks like sometimes if it's a little rough like i might teach you some lessons in life too you know as long as they're getting a good education you know Mm-hmm. But um, but I guess if you live in a place where your school is really completely terrible, I guess that's, you know, I get it. Hey, you know, each situation is different. You know what I mean? Each yeah. child is different. Um, every situation is different. You know, I mean, yeah. there's pros and cons and everything. You that's know what, what I, I mean? Like, say, and yeah. you just have to do what works best for you. But um, just a whole, it's all about social skills. Social skills is the number one key to life, I believe. I mean, it works for me, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're a walking testimonial. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, like I said, I'm not perfect, but like you know, I think I live a good, happy, successful life, you know. And I don't think a lot of people could honestly say that, you know. Yeah. So you say you're not perfect. The things that you see could use improvement. Do you work on those things, or do you just like, eh, they're there? Eh. <laughs> oh well, you know, no. I work on them. Absolutely. You know, um, sometimes I'm quick to fly off the handle, you know, I could like snap, you know, like, you know, sometimes I find myself like, like yelling at my daughter, you know, it's like, ah, oh, you know, like, and there's definitely a lot of times when my wife is like, you know, you're a little rough on her, you know, and it's like, man, you know, it's like, yeah, so believe me, I try to work on stuff like that, you know, like who, who's perfect, but yeah, I definitely try to work on whatever yeah. flaws I have, you know, What's helped with your short fuse? Has any has anything been helping you with that? Because I that's something that um, I still am working on with myself. Yeah, I'm um, you know, um, combat sports. You know, 
that that helps a lot. You know, if you want to get aggravated, go outside, hit the bag a little bit. You know, that helps. Um, I'm still working on it. Yeah. You, know? you know, I still. Yeah. I mean, getting older, I'm not. I, I don't know. I just, I do. Sometimes I have like a short fuse. Sometimes you know, and I can't help it. You know what I mean? But I'm one of those people like, I'll I'll blow up, and then do them dumb right. I just have to get it off my chest and. Yeah. Um, you know, but not that that yeah. makes it right. You know. No, because um, yeah. You leave like a little uh, trail of debris behind you with that. That's what I do. And you've got the debris behind you to clean up. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, like, <laughs> not that it's horrible, but you know, like I said, you know, everybody's got their thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to do other things I do. Sometimes I just try to take a step back and breathe. But a lot of times, like, you forget to even do that, you know? But mm-hmm. I, I do that, you know? Like, sometimes, like, like my daughter's doing something, I want to just be like, oh, like, Rosie, <laughs> you know, instead of just being like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. You know, but yeah, the more breathing, like, breathing yeah. And the more you can like intercept that with the breathing, it'll start to become like, you know, a habit and like second nature to get that space between your frustration. I know, I know a lot of people meditate, which is probably something I remember like at one point I started it didn't last. It didn't last long. It didn't last. I don't even think a week. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's probably something I should probably <laughs> start doing. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm the type of person that, like, I don't rip on anybody or look down on anybody for doing anything. Like, whatever helps you in your life. Absolutely. Some people are religious. Some people are, I don't know, some people, whatever. Everybody does their own thing. You can't knock them for what they do. You know what I mean? Like, whatever helps you better you in your life so be it you know what i mean like everyone is different and everyone takes the different stuff you know what i mean it's like whatever's going to help you in life you know yeah but you know i don't knock it you know what do you do yoga what do you do whatever you know like yeah it's all pop stuff yeah you should try meditating though because it it does like it helps you because the the med even if it's like 10 minutes sitting there yeah. Focusing on your breath, realizing you're thinking about something else, coming back to your breath, you're thinking mm-hmm. about something else again, coming back to your breath. Like that is what helps to like, um, it's like the muscle for like uh, patience, really, you know? Yeah. And like, and so the more you meditate and you're exercising that patience muscle, then when you're like in the moment, like with your kid, then like your brain's already kind of wired to like stay more grounded. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think about it all the time. I always say, this, wow, maybe I should meditate again. And I don't know. I'm so goddamn busy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, like right now, I'm, I'm in a pretty good state of mind. So I feel like I don't need it. You know, That's but if I do. That's a perfect time to start doing it then because you won't get as aggravated with the practice because you're already in a better place. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, you know, definitely something I've been thinking about maybe trying to do, you know, I'll yeah. see. like I said, you know what, um, I got really used to being home, uh-huh. like being on the road, there's no escape from people, you know what I mean, like sometimes, so I don't know, I may go a little crazy on the road, I mean, <laughs> I mean, need something. I'm gonna send you when we're done, and I'll link it for people when they watch the podcast too, but um, mm-hmm. it's a Spotify link, and it's seven minutes, And when I don't have time for like a 20 minute meditation thing, or for a while, I wasn't meditating. I was doing it all the time. I stopped for a while and then Mm -hmm. just to kind of get back into it, seven minutes and it's, um, singing bowl. Like 
it's different tracks that correspond with different chakras, but it's just, it's Ooh. super chill listening to a singing bowl, seven minutes. So you have time for seven minutes. Sure. Absolutely. Try it. I'll send you the link. Totally. Yeah. Please okay. do. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So do you have a quote that you like a lot? I do. I kind of wrote it down because I forget everything, but uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like this is what has worked for me. I, I was like, if you want to succeed, you have to put in the time, your heart, your soul, and absolutely everything you got into it. Yeah. Because there's like half measures don't avail to anything. It's, it's you know what I mean? Like if, if you're going to do something, you got to do it. You got to do it a hundred percent. Like even when I, even when I started doing art again, like, I, I mean, I've, I've, the thing is like, I've always done art as a kid, but then I got very into music. Like I actually, you know, I went to school I went to college to become an advertising artist and I fucking hated it. Okay. It was just, to me, it wasn't, it wasn't like art. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. There was no fun. It was very competitive. And I'm uh -huh. like, like this sucks. And I dropped out of college and then as music, it was, I, I was kind of just like, it turned me off to art and everything. I stopped doing it for a very long time. I would do a little graffiti here and there, but like, you know, just to kill some time, just sketch here and there. But um, I stopped pretty much doing art, you know? And then when my life changed, when I basically, when I had my, I had the baby, when I had Rose, I, I didn't have, my wife had Rose. <laughs> to clear that <laughs> Although, these oh, we days. we had it together, but she did all the work. Yeah. Uh, so when we had the baby, like, and, and then, because I moved to Jersey, and, and, and like, I was living in Manhattan, you know, so I was, so I became a suburban dad, like, like that, you know, I had to like challenge my energy into doing something else. So I, I started doing art again and I started doing it and I know like, whatever, I know people talking shit, like, 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 what's he doing? He's doing art and like, it sucks and blah, blah, blah. And all right, but whatever, you know, I really, I just, I didn't give a shit what anybody else thought, you know what I mean? Like. So I just started doing it, and then I made something for a friend of mine at a party, and everyone was like, oh, it was really cool. You know, I did, like, graffiti on a record, you know, and, and then, like, people were like, oh, it was cool. Do you sell those? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. And I got, like, three orders that day, you know? So then I just, from there, just started doing stuff, and and I just got really into it. People, like, laugh. I, I know, you know, like, some people, I'm not even going to mention their names, but a lot of people are laughing at me. You know what I mean? And it's cool. You know, it's like, because... Just look at me now, you know what I mean? And just because so I just put everything I had into it, and I just put my whole everything I had, I, I just like put so much time and like just everything into it. And then, like, I got better and better and better by the year. And now, like, I've built it up into a business basically, you know what I mean? So, like, and just like even before that, I was doing barbering, I needed a second job to make money, you know what I mean? Like, I just put my all into it, and I wound up working in you know, awesome barbershops, you know, and I got pretty decent at it, like pretty quick because I had no choice to, because I had to yeah. make money. And I was like, you gotta, you know, you gotta, to succeed, you got, you know, you gotta put, if you put everything into what you want to do, just like the music, look at that. You know, like who the hell would have thought I'd be in a touring band? Like, you know, like, it's just like, it's just, just like you said, you gotta put everything into what you want to do. And I think you'll succeed, you know what I mean? And whatever you want to do, you know, but it'll, if you don't put the time in, you know, yeah. don't bother. 
Yeah, right. And, and yeah. you can't have high expectations if you don't, if you're not doing anything to like back it up, you got to have the action. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like nothing, you're not going to get nowhere sitting on your ass. Yeah. And for the people who were laughing at you then, they are full of insecurities and whatever. You know what I mean? Because like, who oh, looks yeah. like, so it's like just for, that's just something that drives me nuts it's like people who like shit talk or whatever it's like you've you've got internal issues <laughs> yeah that's funny it made me strive to be better yeah yeah i take that and it fuels my fire yeah i <laughs> i call that um and this just came up with someone else i was just talking to i think it was the last interview i was doing um i call that fuck you fuel <laughs> fuck you fuel i like that yeah that's great yes yeah. Um, so the tagline for my business, because I do the interviews, but then I also do like wellness coaching and I sell supplements and stuff, um, okay. is delay dying. So I like to ask everybody, if you had to give someone advice or tips on how to delay dying, or like in other words, live happier and just healthier, what would you say? Definitely work out. I mean, like, you know, because that like I, when I stop working out and I, I always fall into little slumps of like not working out like all the time, you know, I just get lazy, you know, and that's when I become like, I become miserable, you know, it's when I start feeling like shit, I start looking like shit, um, like any, get find some sort of way of working out, like some sort of exercise, because exercise is really key, you know, it really is, uh, and, and especially for like young, young kids, you know what I mean, young children, you know, like, you have to try to find a way to make a living something that you love to do. Mm -hmm. Because if you do, you know, like, if you do, like, I feel like I don't, even though I work, I work really hard. I have a really, really strong work ethic, but like, I don't feel like I work, you know what I mean? Cause I love my jobs and that's really important for mental health because you have to be happy in life. You know, you have to, um, there's always going to be things in life you don't like to do that you have to do but like you know if you, if you enjoy what you're doing every day then like that's really a, a, a big key to life it's, it makes it's, you just you don't want to like wake up I see so many people wake up in their nine to fives and be just so miserable and they hate their lives you know because yeah. the money sucked them in you know and now they got these lives they got the house and this and that and how many kids and they can't quit this job now because they need the money to, to support their family. You know what I mean? So it's just like, they wake up and they're fucking miserable every day. And it's just mm -hmm. like, cause they didn't take the time to either follow their dreams or, you know, Hey, life is hard. Not, not everybody was as lucky as, as myself or whatever. You know what I mean? But like try, that's what I try to tell my daughter, you know, like you have to find some, she, she still doesn't get, it. she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm like, you know, like you have to find something to do. You need money to survive in this life. Yeah. But you have to find something to do that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Because a lot of people too are so focused on the future, like, oh, when this happens, I'll be happy. Or, you know, mm -hmm. after when I get this job or this, but it's like, we really only, everyone says it, but it's true. We only have this present moment. So like, you yeah. got to be happy today. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to do it now. And especially like, you never know what could happen. I mean, you could be super healthy and get hit by a car or something you know, like yeah but yeah. i say do it now enjoy your life like just try to you know i, I mean good friends 
is, is is very important. You know what I mean? That's very important to have good friends. You know what I mean? I have friends all over the world. I'm, you know, like, and I still speak, still speak to and hang out with my high school friends. Like, you know, do you really? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I don't hang out and see them as much as I do. You know, and sometimes they're like, like, Gal, we haven't seen you. You know, like, come on. You know, like, but I, I do. I mean, I'm on text thread with them. I talk to them every day. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, like, it's important. You know, good friends. Yeah, that, that helps too. That's another good thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Community is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, do you guys have anything cool coming up this summer, like August or September? We are actually off all August. September, we will be back out on the road with Sick of It All again on awesome. the West Coast. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. Uh, we just we just did like three weeks with them and just like, it was just nonstop laughter, just constant ball breaking and just a lot of fun, you know? It's, it's, I mean, we all kind of grew up playing together for, yeah. for so long. So pretty awesome to just hang out with your friends and have a great time. It was awesome. Yeah. And so, so we got that. Uh, does Pete, was he exercising as much as he says he does when he's on tour? Oh yeah, he's addicted to it. That's like his absolute crack. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, I mean, it's, talk about him. Like, he'll tell you about you know, exercise is key to everything. He loves it. Yeah. You know? When I when he's I, in a lot better shape than me, but um, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, I like to eat pizza and work out. So yeah, I'm a little fluffy around the edges, but I don't care. I, I enjoy eating pizza. That's what makes me happy too. Pizza. I even have it tattooed on my hand. Yeah. You know? Um. There you go. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, good food. That's another key to life. You have to enjoy eating good food. Yes. You know? It's important. It makes you happy yeah. now, but everything in moderation, of course. Right. But Absolutely. Still. not like I stick to that, but yeah. <laughs> and that's, like that's another key thing. I say this about everything in life from politics to, to drugs, to food, to, to everything like moderation is the absolute key to life. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like now, like, we're trapped in a society of, like, left versus right and just, like, I mean, like, it doesn't matter who's in office, right side, left side, it's still fucked up. Agreed. It, it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, and it's just, like, so many people on one side or another and it's just like a little too much of this is no good. A little too much of that is no good. Like, and like, I feel like if we're ever, <laughs> it'll never happen in our lifetime, but if we're all ever going to get along, we need to do what's good. Not what's just good for you, but what's good for us as a whole, as a country, you know, we need to like f- real figure out realistically what's going to work, you know, not, everything on the right side and not everything on the left side is going to work. It's just not going to happen. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. it's wild. You know, it's like you have to just, yeah. Moderation is key to everything. Yeah. So a, absolute. Turn the TV off, eat some pizza, listen to agnostic front, buy yeah. some of your artwork. There you and go. Everyone will be in a better place. It's true. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on? I don't know. Um, I think, I don't know. I think I said my piece. 
I don't know if you have any other questions. I'm all ears. I'm, you know. No, this was good. I like, um, cause I like talking about like the, um, you know, the parenting kind of thing, because I think it's like mm -hmm. a doorway into more into your values. And, and that's the kind of stuff that I just like talking about with people. And I think yeah. we'll check that box. So I'm good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you a parent? I'm not. No, I do not no? want children. I don't blame you. You know what? Some, <laughs> not, it's, it's like I said, it's a tough job. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that have kids that shouldn't have kids. Yep. You know, and I think that's the, one of the biggest problems today. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so many parents just have kids because they were, I mean, like I'm on the talk. Like so many kids that have kids because they were, you know, irresponsible or whatever, you know, uh -huh. but just, you know, but like, it's tough. You know, parenting's a tough thing. It really is. Like my brother's like, I don't want kids, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's fine. It's I used good. to have people tell me like, oh, it's okay. Like, cause I was married before too. And I'm like, no, like we're not having kids. I don't, I don't want kids. And they're like, oh, that's okay. I'm like, thanks. I know it's my choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to have kids, don't have it. Cause like some people just aren't good with kids. Yeah. Yeah. My problem is like, I would care too much. I, it would stress me out too much. It would be cause like, I mean, I have two cats and like yeah. they they worry me enough and like their health yeah. issues and all you know and i'm like my god like i would just lose my fucking mind trying to keep you know another human feeling awesome like it would just deplete too much for me it's a lot it's a really lot yeah it really is. but then again it also i mean there's no like it's like it's a different kind of love that's what everybody says it is, it is. it's a different kind of, you'll like like as much like you know as much as i love anyone in my life there's no one that i love like more than my daughter you know what i mean like like you know when i had a little monkey in my arms you know what i mean like it's like a nice little feeling you know and um it's like so it's like like my favorite feeling is like when i pick her up from school you know and she's like daddy and she comes he's excited to see you it's nice you know yeah that's sweet it's a nice thing you know it, it keeps me happy mm -hmm. and grounded i'm sure yeah. Well, like I said, it's not for everybody. It really yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to say that we had an awesome chat. And also oh. for people watching on the YouTubes, uh, the artwork behind you is uh, yours. So that also explains your art. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like self-promotional. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for making time to talk and to, you know, share your thoughts and experiences. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, too. It was awesome. Nice talking cool. to you.